This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel Al-Sudini. He's based overseas, he's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. Top Tribe, this is episode 359 of The Top. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll hear from Cam and Ankin Miller. There are two 33-year-old men selling baby products with a huge reorder rate at babymori.com. Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest today is Brendan Cannon. He is the co-founder and CEO of Sideline Swap, a 500 startups batch 17 participant. Sideline Swap is a community marketplace where athletes buy and sell their sports gear. Most of our users or their users are middle school, high school, and college athletes selling online for the first time. They've got revenue and traction with gross sales running close to $2 million. Brendan, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So first things first, what does Sideline Swap do and how do you guys make money? Sure. So like we kind of said in the bio, uh, Sideline Swap makes it easy for athletes to buy, sell, and trade sports gear. Uh, we started the company. I was a, I played sports in college, kind of played every sport growing up. And after college, I had to buy some equipment and a lacrosse stick that I had to buy was like 250 bucks. And instead of buying it at a retail store, I bought it for like fifty dollars from a friend offline, and that led to a conversation about you know this should be easier to do. eBay is kind of focused on power sellers, retailers. Craigslist isn't a great experience. But some of the offline options have started to just like close and decline, and so that's kind of why we got started. Um, and what point, year was that, by the way? When did you found it? So we launched an early version of the site in two thousand twelve. Okay. I kind of did it as a side project for a while. I uh, went full time on it last year. So what were you? Version of the site. Were you doing something full time, just like a corporate job or something? Yeah, I was working for an insurance company. Oh, nice. Good. <laughs> so you're like, I got to so get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was going to get out of there fast enough. But it was like a nights and weekends thing, grinded it out. But kept getting people to sign out, built a bit of a social following, and then eventually got enough to raise an angel round to raise about 120000 at the beginning of 2015, rebuilt the site, and launched a new version in June of 2015, and that's kind of when things started to take off. And we quit quit our jobs and went full-time in early 2015. Was 120 grand uh, angel uh, in a note versus equity? Uh, yeah, so it was a note, it was a friends and family round. Yep, yep, very cool. Well, good. Well, okay, so let's get into the economics of kind of this marketplace that you've built. So the, the seller are obviously athletes, and the buyer are basically other athletes, it sounds like. How do you make money? Where do you take the cut? So we take 12%, um, which is kind of in line with where eBay to fee is in the sporting goods category. From who, so though? Like, do you, take the, that, do, you, do you cut that out of the seller side or the buy side? Uh, we take it from the seller. So if you pay $100, we take... $12 of that 100 and so the seller receives 88 The buyer just pays 100 plus shipping. 
Okay, let's do a real example. So I am here in the lacrosse section right now. There's a, uh, a, a warrior no Nas kind of head here for sale. It's listed for 55 bucks. Is that the price that the seller of this, you know, head of the lacrosse stick listed it for? Or have you added 12% to that? That's the price that the seller listed it for. Okay. And so during the checkout process, average shipping cost is about five bucks. So the buyer would end up paying about 60. And the seller once all said and done would receive about 48. Yep. Yep. Or, or 55 minus 12%. So about 48 bucks total. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Very good. I always love asking this question. Do you remember in 2012, what your, uh, what your revenue was your year one revenue? Uh, it was nothing. I mean, like, even in the beginning of last year, we hadn't really built out the transaction process. So, uh, we didn't make any money for the first couple of years. When we rebuilt the site and launched the platform last year, that's when we started to make money. So what was 2015 total top line revenue? Top line, we did about 400000 in sales. We took 12% of that. So our revenue was about like just under 40000 Okay, very good. And uh, what will you guys do here? Or what have you done so far in 2016? And what do you think you'll do the whole year? So our current run rate is about 240000 for revenue. Uh, so we're on pace to do over $2 million in sales. In, in total uh, transaction volume? Yeah, yeah, over 2 million in total transaction volume. Nice. And give us a sense of kind of growth and usage. So how many total buyers and sellers have you, you know, split those out for me. How many total buyers have used the platform since launch? Yeah, so we have about 12,000 monthly active users. So that means just come onto the platform, are socially engaged. Kind of like a key piece of what we've built is that it's more than just transactional, which is what eBay provides or most e-commerce sites. It's social. So you can comment on people's here. You can follow their locker. You can search. You can browse. There's a lot of window shopping that takes place. So that's the monthly access number, which is 12,000. And then buyers all time, we probably have, I think we have about 6,000 buyers uh, since last June and about 3,000 sellers. In the last month, we have about 1,500 buyers and over, or just over a thousand sellers. Nice, so. nice, nice. Okay, so good growth. Um, and what is your average order value? It's 75 bucks. 75 bucks, that's, that's after shipping or before shipping? Uh, that's before shipping. Nice, well, awesome. And what is your, when you, when you look at kind of growth month over month in terms of total transaction volume, what are you guys growing at? So we've been growing at about like 15% month over month for the past five or six months. Okay. Uh, last month we kind of started, we just started 500 startups, a couple other things we started to put in place. That would have been May, we 2016, grew, right? May, 2016, we grew 50% month over month. Okay. So if you did, you know, a hundred, you know, or we'll call it a million in transaction volume and one month, the next month you did 1.5 million. <laughs> yeah. But the two millions are run rate, right? So the, we did a hundred that just to be clear. We did a hundred thousand sales in April, uh, 150,000 a day. Got it. So you're, you're, you're basically what you're doing, just multiplying that times the 12 to get your run rate. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Where is the, uh, first off, I have to tell you when, if I, when I was just doing research for this, when I just looked at the site, I said, no way in hell am I ever going to buy some other athletes old cleats, but it's working. <laughs> Something's working. It's, it's working. It's working. So there's a, I mean, that, that's, uh, I think a common piece of feedback we get. And what we realized that most of the stuff that's bought and sold is durable goods, right? So a hockey stick, a lacrosse stick, uh, gloves, even helmets, um, and then you have some apparel too it, and footwear. And so kids, you think about a high school kid, right? Like it's going to stink after one or two times using it anyway. 
in most cases, we have a messaging platform and we see kids ask those types of questions like, hey, how many times do you use this? Is it clean? Like, is, how beat up is it? Does it smell? Like, those are real conversations that take place. But our users are accustomed to it and, are, they, you know, they clean their gear, they take care of it, and they're happy to get... The big thing is the savings, right? So, like, the average set of hockey equipment could cost you 500 to 1000 bucks. And so a kid who wants a top-end piece of gear parents won't buy it for them, this is a way for them to get it at like 50% off. And if yeah. it's used, you know, a couple of times, they're, they're fine with that. Yeah, it makes good sense. I'm curious, how do you, I mean, it sounds like the natural marketing play for something like this would be to get an athlete to come on and sell like a, their signed hockey stick from the championship or something. How are you marketing this to get new users? Yeah, so it's not, the memorabilia piece isn't as big as you think. It really is more of like, just usable gear, kind of play it against sports, which is like a big offline franchise of secondhand sports gear uh, of that type of model. And we market it to high school and college athletes. One thing we do do is like a lot of college athletes after they're done, you know, most athletes don't go pro. And so when they're done, they'll come on at the end of the season and unload their gear uh, once they're done with their NCAA career. And so there is this like aspirational element where last week we had a kid named Miles Jones, who's a two-time uh, player of the year in lacrosse for, for his position. And he came on and auctioned off all of his Duke cross gear for charity. Um, and so you could get that type of stuff. And, and then we push that heavy on social media. Uh, and so those are the types of things that happens with how we acquire users. A lot of it's done through Instagram, uh, but we get pretty creative about our content marketing and how we leverage the athletes who already are on the platform. Yeah, it's impre- the you know it's impressive. Rarely do you see kind of a company, you know, a marketplace or a SaaS company or anything that's really actually crushing social. You guys are actually crushing social. I mean, fifty thousand, I think, Instagram followers. Well, How are you building that's that? Our, that's our main account. So we actually we do each. You look at like at sideline swap on Instagram, but we have six different accounts, one for each sport. So if you look at sideline swap hockey baseball. Soccer. Our total Instagram following is about 150,000. Uh, we kind of have this like cool content strategy where we'll post, you know, user submitted videos of highlights and gear that they use and stuff from the site. Uh, and so we've, we've tripled our Instagram following over the past six months uh, by putting in some of those strategies. And yeah, social is a huge driver for us. I mean, that's where most of our growth. How has it actually happened? Like, give me the bullets for the person listening right now that's starting with you know 100 Instagram followers wanting to grow. I mean, are you doing? share for shares? Are you using some hashtag strategy? How are you actually getting the new followers? Are you manually following other people then unfollowing them once they follow you? How do you do it? <laughs> I mean, those are all tricks that I know people do. We, uh, we've done a little bit of that stuff in the beginning, honestly, like some of it works better than others. So what's worked for us is cre- spending time creating really good content. And it's not like high quality content. It's just finding stuff that kids enjoy. And that's, highlight videos, trick shots, like all that type of stuff. And if you look through our feed, that's what a lot of this is. And they tag their friends and that's how we grow our following. Hmm. And just to get into the nuts and bolts a little bit, I think you have to get a base and like however you get your first couple thousand, there's a lot of tricks for that. But once you do it, it shifts into this quality game of you, you can only do tricks for so long and then you have to build like a really solid content funnel in order to continue to scale what you're doing. Yep. So, Brendan, what's the what, walk me through kind of the goal here? Are you going to raise capital? Or are you looking to sell the thing? What's your goal? Uh, so, we're in 500 startups now. We're in the process of closing uh, like pre seed round. 
Um, and then for how much you think? Uh, we're raising about we haven't any yet, but we're raising about one point five million on a note. Nice. Okay. Cool. Is that going to be on a safe, uh, on a safe, one of the safe kind of structures? Uh, not just on traditional convertible note. Okay, so there will be a discount and a discount rate and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and so for the goal, I mean, we look at companies like Poshmark in the women's fashion space, which is a marketplace, uh, Reverb in the music space, and you know the verticalization of eBay and Craigslist of people have cut out these big verticals and built these really strong community marketplaces. No one's done it in sports, and, and that's our goal, is to be the marketplace for athletes. I think it's a, it's a $60 billion industry, uh, and there's, you know, a ton of potential for what we could do here. So, you know, in terms of eventual exit, there's a bunch of ways we could go. But right now, our goal is to just build the biggest marketplace possible. Well, well, Brandon, as people follow you through the raise and as you build the business, where's the best place for them to do that online? So you can follow our social accounts, but me personally uh, on Twitter at Brendan Candid or LinkedIn. I'm always available for messages. My email is Brendan at sidelineswap.com. Folks, breaking news, we've added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, write a cold email, and close a deal better than most of your salespeople. They're going to join the world's greatest business show on October 6th in Austin, Texas. In addition to these amazing monkeys, which you can't miss live on stage, you'll see tech billionaires battle, authors launch their books, startups go from bootstrap to billions live on stage. You don't want to miss it. Go to NathanLadka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. They are almost sold out. We have so many people buying like Blake Allen, Timothy Delaforce. We're almost sold out. Go see the monkeys. Watch the billionaires. NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin live. Get your tickets right now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. And top try will stick all of that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top three five nine again forward slash the top three five nine. All right, Brendan, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Do you know what it's called? Yeah, famous five. Nice, dude. You killed it. All right, number one. What's your favorite business book? So um, all the, I've been reading a ton of business books, but my favorite one lately is uh, a book by Andrew Grove, the former CEO of Intel, called High Output Management. Yeah, our team's grown a little bit. High, oh, output. high output, man. yeah, high output management. Just like really good that like textbook of how to manage a team. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? 
I spend a lot of time like networking and talking to CEOs, especially like who are Series B or A, like a little bit ahead of me. But in terms of like big picture, who I kind of follow, Kevin Plank at Under Armour, big fan of him. Yep. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like FreshBooks? So our team's distributed. We use Slack a lot, but we also use a plugin they have called Appear for video chat. Big fan of their service. Very cool. Okay, number four. Yes, sir. Actually, and Brennan, how old are you now? What's your... 28. 28. And what's your situation? You're married, single, you have kids? Single. Single. Nice. Okay, so here's a question. Yes or no, as you're building the business, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? About eight, but probably usually around seven. It depends on the day. All right, nice. And last question. Take us back eight years to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish he knew? Uh, I mean, I think the big thing is... Uh, I guess just the best piece of advice I got, but it was short, it was later, was make sure whatever you're doing, you're willing to do it for five years. Uh, if you start a company, you know that like this isn't going to be an overnight success. And it's going to take five years to figure out whether you're doing is like, if it's really successful to exit. If it's, if it's doing really well, then, and, you know, Zuckerberg obviously is never going to do anything else. So be, be cognizant of what you're getting into. I think it's a big thing and make sure you're doing something that you want to spend your time on. Top tribe, play the long game. You just heard it here from Brendan, who launched officially in 2015, 120,000 bucks in a friends and family round of financing, over 6,000 buyers, 3,000 sellers in this marketplace called Sideline Swap, where college and other athletes can sell and buy gear. Brendan, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to episode 358 yesterday with Karam, who breaks down how a SaaS company did $10 million in 2015 to help salespeople win. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Folks, breaking news, we've added two capuchin monkeys that can sit at a computer, write a cold email, and close a deal better than most of your salespeople. They're gonna join the world's greatest business show on October 6th in Austin, Texas. In addition to these amazing monkeys, which you can't miss live on stage, you'll see tech billionaires battle, authors launch their books, startups go from bootstrap to billions live on stage. You don't want to miss it. Go to NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin live to get your tickets now. They are almost sold out. We have so many people buying like Blake Allen, Timothy Delaforce. We're almost sold out. Go see the monkeys. Watch the billionaires. NathanLatka.com forward slash Austin live. Get your tickets right now. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.